When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludicrous. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holler at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Everyone deserves a chance in the driver's seat. For GM and Revolt, that means leading the way on the road to an all-electric future and envisioning a world with zero crashes, zero tailpipe emissions, and zero congestion. GM's committed to making EVs accessible for everybody. That means you too. So what are you waiting for? GM's got the keys. You grab the wheel. Learn more about an all-electric future and the 000 initiative at GM.com. GM, everybody in. Yo, yo, what's poppin', man? It's your boy Vito, and I just skipped class with the Progress Report. It's Vito, baby. The Progress Report. All right, what's going on? It's your girl, Lala Shepard. This is another edition of Skipping Class presented by the Progress Report. And man, I am super, super honored to have Vito in the building, okay? <laughs> and first and foremost, man, I gotta apologize because I was definitely sleeping on you. I was, like... All good. My man Justin put me on. I'm like, you know, I heard of his name, and I'm like, oh, okay. And I put everything together. And when I was doing my research, mm. I'm like, damn, I like this dude. Yeah. So. Nah, I man, it's cool. I mean, I think it's one of those things where everybody's kind of like starting to catch on. You know? Got you. Um, I'm behind the scenes writing songs, you know, for a while, and um, you know, my music is starting, my actual original music is starting to take off. So the notoriety is becoming more prevalent now. You know, what I'm saying it's like you can put the song with a face. Right. So, um, you know, that's what that's. I feel like that's a lot. That's a problem a lot of artists have. They um, they can't really put the the artists with the song. You know what I mean? But right. it's coming together though. Well, I'm glad. Nah, you, I'm glad you caught on. Respect, respect. Now I definitely did, man. Like I said, I thoroughly enjoy everything that I research. I mm -hmm. like what you stand for. And salute to you and your team. Thank All you, right? thank you, thank you. So we gonna get right into it, man. So. With you, you know, having the vocals that you have, I gotta ask your opinion on this recent verses. Oh man, uh, um, it was it was it was horrible. I ain't gonna lie to you, it man. Was. Honestly, it was not good to me, and I and I know all those guys personally. Mm. But I think I think the 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 excitement and the and the confidence kind of got, got took over everybody. Got you. And everybody was saying that you know Mario sounded like he sounded the best at the moment, like but it just wasn't amazing. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, not, not to say the least, man. All, the, all those guys can sing. I think they just let the, they just let the excitement and the emotions take over, man. And it was kind of like, yo, you, kind of killed, kind of killed that opportunity. Um, yeah, although it was very entertaining, I just wasn't feeling it. I was not feeling it. Respect. Now, now, how do you get prepared for a live performance, though, when you know you got to hit those notes yeah. and do certain things? Oh man, prayer uh, first and foremost. You know, you pray. Uh, my, my prayer is pretty simple. I just, you know, just say, anoint my voice to hit these notes the way they're supposed to be hit. Damn right. I remember these lyrics. <laughs> Touch every soul in this crowd. And whatever happens, you know, happens as I leave. You know what I mean? But um, that's pretty much it. You know, I might hit me a little throat coat, uh, which is a T. Um, and then after that, before I go right on stage, I might give me a little Don Julio. Okay. You know, just to shake the butterflies. But other than that, man, I just, once I'm into it, like 15 seconds in, 30 seconds in, it's a little nerve-wracking. But once you pass that mark, you know, it's like, it's like, Riding a bike. Respect. How, how, 
how rare or how often do you forget your lyrics, if ever? All the time. Got you. Yeah, all the time. And <laughs> I mean, it comes. It just comes with me writing songs every day, all day, man. Like I write so many songs. It might be a song. I might have a show tomorrow, but I just did a, a song tonight. Mm. That song is in my head. I'm not even thinking about the the songs I have to actually perform. True. Um, and, I, and I've found that to be an actual. Um, a common thing, a common uh, thing that happens with songwriters and artists. So I don't feel too bad. But, you know, being a professional, I'm able to jump back in that thing. I might miss a lyric. I might freestyle something and uh, jump back into it. Right. Got you. Okay. Big respect. Um, now, at what, a point, at what point did you get into music yourself? Oh, man. That's taking me back. So I was like 12 mm. when I record. I wrote and recorded my first song at 12 years old. Yeah, recorded myself, by the way. And uh, I've been singing since I was like 10, though. We want you to come skip class with us and share your story on our new segment called Skipping Class. Look, we want to talk to all the artists, indie or mainstream, or if you're an entrepreneur, come build your brand with us and tell your story to the world. You'll also get the shot in our locker and you'll get promo clips for all your fans. So DM us today or visit our website, tprmeetergroup.com. Get locked in with us. Growing up in church, I mean, that's the thing that, that's, that was the thing to do, especially being a black kid in the hood. Like church, that was kind of like going to school. That had to happen, you know what I mean? Um, and yeah, that's kind of really how I got my started, you know, fast forward, man, you know, just really developing myself as an artist. Just like, I, I would literally watch um, the Temptations movie, mm. which is my favorite movie of yes. all time. Uh, I would watch different artists perform and just see how they move. I would watch different artists do interviews and things like that. And I just kind of took a little bit from everything and that was kind of my own self-development as an artist, um, and it, it spilled over to today. Respect. So just a real student of the game, pretty yeah, much. Yeah, absolutely. Still is. Still is a student oh, of the game. Definitely, yeah. definitely. Now, at, at 12 years old, how did you know to how did you know to record yourself? Well, I gotta give. I actually gotta give some of the credit to my uh, my childhood friend. We call him Little Sleepy. Okay. Uh, yeah, he's a really, really great guy, man. He actually had uh, knowledge of, and anybody that's familiar with uh, soft recording software, I used to record on Cool Edit Pro 2.0. Mm. I used to, I had the whole little, the whole little thing. I had a few plugins. They was horrible, but made it happen. You know what I'm saying? And uh, he showed me the basics of it. Um, this was at 12 years old. Showed me the basics of it, and I just like, yo, I kept, kept going until I actually figured it out. Mm. You know, and every any any questions I did have, he would, you know, help me out in this and the third, but. Yeah, I got to give some credit to him. I just, I just learned the program and I just started recording myself. Okay, respect. Um, now I want you to talk about doing covers. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, I, I peeped in some of the comments. A lot of your fans want you to release a project mm -hmm. with you just doing covers. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think that's something that could happen. I think with the freedom that I have with my situation now is being independent. Mm -hmm. um, you, we, you know, only person, only people I really got to talk to about anything is, you know, my manager. You know. Other, a few other people that's on my team, but um, at the end of the day, man, like they trust me and they rock, they rock with what I rock with, so that's not far. That's not like that's not even a problem. I mean, I, I think that's definitely something that I'll get into in the near future. Um, but with that being said, I need y'all to fall in love with this original music, like y'all do them covers. Which y'all are, y'all y'all coming around. I appreciate it, but uh, I'm I'm definitely that's definitely in the back of my mind. Respect, respect. Um, now I want you to talk about coming up in the Midwest. I'm I'm from mm. Ohio, okay. so you know, word, word. Okay. big respect. You from Michigan? Yeah, I'm from Benton Harbor, Michigan. Um, small town, man. You know, rough, rough, rough town for sure. I feel like you know Benton Harbor really um, 
molded me and shaped, shaped me into the man, the man I am today. Honestly, man, just growing up, growing up in Ben Harbor, if you, you made it up out of there, dog. You, you special, you know. And um, I gotta give, I gotta give credit to my father. I gotta give credit to my moms, my older brother, my older siblings, and things like that. That kind of kept, just kept me from like, you know, spiraling down, even as a young, as a young man. Because I used to, I used to run with cat, like people that was like four or five years older than me, you know, six years older than me. So these were like my big homies, my big bros, and things like that. And whatever they did. You know, me being young and just, you know, I say naive or whatever. I'm following behind doing everything. I don't care what it is. If they toting pistols, I'm trying to find me something to tote. You know what I mean? Right. But, um, you know, big, like I said, big shout out to God for sure and my dad for coming to get me in the nick of time. Mm. Like, I was this close from being, like, actually into some big trouble. But my dad said, nah. My mom and my dad had a, um, a deal. They said, hey, we ain't got to be together, but I promise, let me just promise me this. When he, when he, whenever he becomes to be too much for you to handle, this is him talking to my mom. Mm. Just call me, just call me, and I'll come get him. And it was at the time he was like, I can't do nothing with him. Come get him. My dad drove down that what two day, a day later, two days later. He said, get in the car. I ain't take no clothes. I ain't take no shoes. No, no. I had just bought a whole bunch of new mm. uh, ones, black low top ones, white ones. He's like, nah, you don't deserve none of that. Get in the car. And wow. came to Atlanta and started over. Damn. Yeah. That's what's up. Respect. Yeah, it was like, kudos to your parents. Yeah, nah, it was just like, and I think that's something that's missing a lot, man. You can't be bitter if your parents don't want to be together. Y'all can't be bitter at each other because that it directly affects the child. Facts. You know, and it was like a great a great thing to to even hear that 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 was the deal that they made all those years ago. Like, mm. whenever he becomes too much to handle, I'm one phone call away, and I was like, dang, he really meant it too. Pulled up, <laughs> pop. <laughs> Oh, I'd have got to fight with my daddy that day, man. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, we'll talk about the culture differences that you noticed, obviously, coming from, yeah. you know, cold Michigan to yeah. hot Atlanta. I mean, the biggest the biggest thing, man, for me was understanding what the, what the hell they were saying. Facts. That's first, that's first and foremost. Yeah. And it's the pollen, man. That pollen. Yo. When I moved down here, like, I got really, really bad allergies. Same. So that pollen would take me out the game. I'm talking about Same. stuffy nose, eyes itching, everything. Um, but I think those were the two biggest things for me. I think I was fair. It was fair. I, I, I was able to catch on to, like, the swag and how everybody dressed fairly quickly. But it was the knowing what the, like, what did you just say? Like, yo, can you slow it down, my boy? Right. <laughs> when something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludacris. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holla at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Now, if you listen, I'm like, I got a little bit of that same... You know, that same little lingo because I've been here 15, 16 years. Mm-hmm. But uh, man, moving up, moving down south, man, it was different because they 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 were, they was wearing clothes I ain't never seen up in Michigan. Up in Michigan, you had a few pairs of Jordans, you got you some Timberlands, you yep. got some white ones and some black ones. They come down here, they got everything. I ain't never heard of no Averex till I came down here. <laughs> you know what I mean? But it was, it was dope, man. I think it was dope. I had a uh, a homie who kind of you know put me up on game about how. You know what to wear, what not to wear, cause they will join. They will join you about the school, my yes, boy. Yes, they will. They will go and get you on up out of there. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was it was it was a good transition. I think it was dope. Okay. It was it was great for me to actually um, 
get to know people. Like all my all my good friends, mm. we we fought first. Got all you. of us, yeah. We all got into fights for each, with each other first, and then we became friends. Mm -hmm. I guess that was just that was just our introduction. That's how I get. That's how it was back home. So I just brought that same that same energy, and they was on the same energy as well. So it was like bet, but it was it, it came out to be good though. Yeah. Respect, respect. Side note, man, I feel like this year pollen has been the worst because yeah. usually allergies be like April one month mm -hmm. is prolonging. Like yeah, everything is prolonged. I mean this. Like, it's going to be a hot summer. It is. It's going to be a very hot summer. Yeah. Um, and I feel like that might be worse than the pollen. Like, I, I wouldn't tell all my homies, don't invite me to no pool parties because <laughs> I'm not going to be there on time. I'm being there when the sun go down. I you feel understand that. what I'm saying? It's too hot to be going to these pool parties, man. I feel that. You know people ain't getting in the water. No. Nah. No, 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 we ain't doing that. That's crazy. No, 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 we ain't doing that. That's nasty. Crazy, right? That's nasty. That's crazy. <laughs> so, at what point do you feel like you got your big break? Oh man, um, yeah. When you got it, took off my song. You got it. Mm. I mean, you know, you. Of course, I got the placements that came before you got it. Um, that were pretty big. It's still pretty big to you know to me. But you know, in my opinion, your big break is when the world begins to know you Fact. and know who you are, right? And not just oh, you know that writer Vito. Ooh, no, Vito, the artist. Yes, you heard his song. That's my song. I love it. It you know it. it it inspired me. That's when I feel like you get your big break. When people, people fall in love with, with you and mm. buy into you as an artist and as a, as a, as a, as a whole, versus just saying, "Hey, well, yeah, you, you dope writer, you this, you that." It just feels so much. It feels so much better when you write a song that, that blows up and becomes double platinum or you know triple platinum on yourself, versus okay. you know writing for somebody that's already you know a superstar. Facts. I'm, I'm grateful for all of it though. Nah, big respect, big respect. Now, I definitely was going to mention that as well because the song did go platinum. Yeah, absolutely. Congratulations yeah, yeah. Thank on you. that. Thank you, thank you. That's huge. Um, now, talk about, you know, that record. That was a dope vibe. And, you know, you, you made a song about uplifting women. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I think, I mean, honestly, I was pleasantly surprised, man, at, at how well it did. Mm. And not because I didn't like the song. I just I just wrote the song with genuine intentions. Mm -hmm. It was like, all right, but I ain't never heard nobody write a song that's going you know bigging up the woman trying to make her feel better almost kind of like a male uh a male's perspective of a of a, a, a woman empowerment song like, right you know it's like i hadn't i had heard any heard any r&b artists do that um and i felt like it was needed it was like ah right, you got to, everybody telling your homies get out the hood and yo you, you know what i'm saying get the get the bag get the, you know what i'm saying get the lambo get this no, how about you tell this woman you need to get your credit right baby okay because one thing about it i ain't trying to take care of you you know <laughs> That's I mean, I, and I always say, I always say, man, it's, it's more, so much more attractive when you, when you got your own going on, man. It's like, it's cool. I don't care. You ain't got to be the coldest. You ain't got to be the finest, the best BBL. But you on your, if you on your grind and you really doing it mm -hmm. for yourself, that's sexy. I don't care. I mean, that, that's just me, though. No, nah, that's facts. Um, and, and speaking of uplifting women, what's your thoughts on everything going on right now with, you know, certain places making abortion mm -hmm. illegal and just, you know, oh, really... Man. Yeah. Forcing women's bodies to making decisions for women, pretty much. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's absolutely horrible. I think it's a, a really sad case of them trying to play God. Mm. Um, and I stand by all my women, all the women, you know, that every every woman that it, you, I know that you're directly affected by this decision. But I mean, hey, listen, we stand together. Hopefully, we can do something to, um, you know, get that get that reversed because I feel like this, like I said, it's your body. You know, whatever you decide to do with it, um, they, you know, they, they, they ain't banned liquor. 
They ain't, they ain't banned, you know, cigarettes. Facts. You know what I'm saying? If you're going to ban something like that, ban all that too. Because we consume that every day, all day, and it's killing us. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So I think that, man, these people are just, they just think backwards, man. And I feel like it's a way, it's just a way for them to feel like they're still in control mm. by trying to control a, a, a certain group of people, which just so happen to be not just black women, not just Caucasian women, not Asian. Like, if you're going it affects everybody. And I think this is a perfect chance for all women and everybody to come together and stand against it because this it's not a racial thing you know it's not it's not, it's literally them trying to play god and can keep you and, and control you to you know to a certain extent and i think it's wrong so like i said i stand i stand with them 100 percent. facts agreed yeah and nah, I, I appreciate you saying that no and you know standing up for the women because i absolutely. think that is absolutely ridiculous yeah it's crazy um, now, I want to get back into music. Okay. Um, I wanted to ask you a couple of things about some sessions with a couple of people so okay. you can just let me know what the vibe was like, what was the chemistry like. For sure. Um, now, one of my favorite female artists, Ari Lennox. Mm, yeah. Man, y'all got a banger together called Juicy. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. First of all, are we going to get a video for that? Well, I mean, hopefully, you know, I, we can we can get around to it. Okay. I mean, I'm not can make no promises, but it's definitely being talked about. Um, Super genuine soul though. She's such a sweetheart. Mm. Um, it's like you know you, you know how you find so you you meet somebody who, if you see if you saw somebody being mean to them, like it's like yo you feel, I'm ready to fight you for being mean to her. That's how sweet and genuine she is. Mm. Um, you just get positive vibes. Uh, what's crazy is I actually wrote the song for her. Really? Yeah, I was writing the song for her, and I think we had did a, we had did like maybe two or three records that day, mm. and we didn't finish that one. Okay. Right. So we just did the hook, my boy. We just did the hook, um, and we kind of just was like, oh, it's a dope vibe. Well, let's maybe come back to it. Um, mm. And I remember leaving the studio that day, and Jay White, which is who's the producer. Shout out to Jay White. Yeah, Jay White, he was like, yo. He said, yo, man, I think you need to keep this record. Mm. And I was like, all right, well, I mean, like, what, what does Ari think about it? He said, don't worry about that. I, I'll, I'll, call, I'll talk to her, you know what I'm saying? And it was, she, had, we, she had a verse on there. I had to redo my verses. My verse was just like mumbles and all this, then the third. I was just freestyling um, melodies and whatnot. Gotcha. But we had our Lennox's verse already written, and so she had did it. And man, by you know, just by her being so real and so humble, she was like, "Yeah, I love him. I love Vito. I love his music. Let's keep the verse on there." I was like, "This is that's dope. hard. That was dope." But that's all about being in the right place at the right time. Facts. Uh, showing up and delivering. I was just telling somebody like that, man. Every every opportunity that you're giving, that that you're given. Being prepared is a, is a direct reflection of will this be successful? Are you prepared facts. for it? If you ain't prepared for it, it's probably not going to work. Come on. Yeah. That's facts. <laughs> yeah. Now, a, a, a question within that. Um, how difficult or easy is it for you to, you know, relinquish songs mm. that you might be like, damn, this song fire, but, you know, I wrote it for this person yeah. or, or being selfish. Not selfish, but no, no, I got you. musically selfish and like, yeah. shit, let me just keep this for myself. Well, I mean, it's it's easier now okay, because it's like I don't, I don't just don't give away songs that I, that I love got anymore. Um, it's, it's another, uh, on, the, on the other hand, it's like, damn, I wrote this song. I'm the type of artist, I'm going to keep calling the artist like, yo, what you doing with that song? You going to use that song? You going to use that song? I promise you, I'll blow you up. But that's my way of saying, like, listen, I accidentally wrote you a great song. Can I get it back? Okay. <laughs> so it's like, um, but no, I mean, it's easier now because like I said, I don't give away the songs that I love. Gotcha. And the ones that I do give away, I love them, but I'm not, I'm not attached to them. You know, if it's a song that I write about my fiance or my daughter, or, mm -hmm. of course those aren't going nowhere. You know what I mean? Things like that. Of course. 
Of course. And we're going to get into all that good stuff, too. Yeah. Um, I wanted to ask you, did you and Lloyd, did y'all work together in person? No, nah, no, nah, we didn't, actually. We okay. did a, um, it was still a mutual friend that, that actually co uh, connected us. Gotcha. And we kind of was just texting back and forth, man, just on some, like, yo, what's popping, big fan, woo. And I was just, I was like, listen, man, I've been trying to get you on this record forever. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, yo, send it to me. Loved it. Sent the verse back. Mm. I mean, but once again... I minimized the work that had to be done. The song was done. You just had to go off the concept that I was like that was already there. Respect. Yeah. And versus, you know, a lot of people like to go off of, you know, oh, we got to get in to catch a vibe. To be honest with you, it's COVID. First of all, number two, I don't think that's a necessity nowadays. I agree. You know, I don't think that's a necessity nowadays. And some of the greatest records um, that has come out within the past maybe I say five to seven years. Most of them probably haven't have been done in separate separate rooms at separate times on separate days. Mm. Um, so I feel like if the creativity is there and the vision is clear, you can end up having a song like Freaky Friday. You mm. know what I'm saying? I mean, it's just like, yo, it's a dope record, dope concept. You don't have to be in the same room to make a hit. Respect. Respect. Now, I did see you and Babyface mm -hmm. link. Yeah, that was dope. Yeah, did y'all yeah. work together? Did Actually, we did. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that was, Talk that about was that. dope. Uh, man, big shout out to uh, the homie Keys. Uh, he invited me to a camp that he was doing for, um, if I'm not mistaken, don't quote, quote me wrong, it was Babyface. Uh, it was a Babyface and Keys camp, but I believe it was for an album. Was it Diddy's album? Oh, wow. I think it was Diddy's album. I think it was uh, the Love album. Wow. Um, but yeah, went in there, man. Everybody, you know, it's funny because everybody's so super talented, and everybody was doing records like that was kind of like, you know, like yo jump, you know, basically like a radio records, up tempo. Right. And I was the only one that did actual R&B records at the camp. Gotcha. So Babyface automatically took a liking to like, yo, this is dope. This is R&B, and we literally sat in there and did a whole song together. You know, he 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 hopped around the different rooms mm. and gave his input, but he was like, yeah, this is the best song out of the camp, and this is R&B. And Diddy's doing an R&B album, you know what I mean? Which was dope, which I thought was really dope for us to um, really collab on something like that. I don't know where it's, what we're doing with the record yet, but got you. I, got to, I got to work with Babyface. And I mean, just to work with him, just the, just the, slight, the slightest input is like makes the, makes the biggest difference. It's like, yo, say, say ooh instead of, you know, like, I'm like, you know what? I don't know if it's just because he babyface, but that was kind of dope. That ooh, that a dope. Like, ooh, you know what I'm saying? It could be just because he babyface, but that was fun. It was very fun, man. That's dope, man. Sure. I'm excited for you. Like, nah, it was fun, I know yeah. as an artist, that's fire. Yeah, man. You, any, you, not every day you get to like be in the studio writing a song with babyface. Babyface? Like, that's not every day. That, that doesn't happen. That's crazy. Um, now, once you talk about your latest song with OG Parker, that's the yeah. homie. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man, that record came out. Actually, shout out to my homie uh, upstairs, because me and him wrote the record together. Okay. Um, and that was one of the first records that we did on this uh, EP. Was we were actually doing a whole EP, mm. uh, me and OG Parker together. Um, and we got in the studio first day. Like, we, knocked, we did that record in like an hour and a half, two hours. Mm. I went to freestyle in the verses and the hooks. He went to freestyle and some, some melodies and things like that. And, we literally was writing the lyrics as we were going. Like wow. we didn't even have time to put the lyrics on our phone. We just was coming up top of our head with the lyrics, mm. and that's how it came about. I mean, we OG Parker came in there, finished the beat up, and was like, "Yo, this, this might be the single." You know what I'm saying? Like okay. we literally chose the single the first day of that camp. Mm. Respect, man. 
Um, so are, are you working on a new body of work or what exactly are you yeah. working towards right now? Well, right now we're, we're getting, trying to get this EP, everything. Um, gotcha. So EP. everything closed up on that. But in the midst of that, I'm already halfway through my actual album. Gotcha. So I'm working on the EP and the album at the same time. We just shot, shot the video for uh, Face Down mm. and looking to get another focus track, get that video going. So this is, you know, around release time for me gets really, really, really busy. For sure. And this is, this is a norm for me. So it's like, all right, bet. I'm done with this. Jump right on this, shoot this video, fly to LA, promote it, woo woo, fly back, right. back in the studio. So, I mean, it's just it's a it's a constant grind, man. And I tell people all the time, you gotta you gotta take care of yourself, take care of your body. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Cause we was just out in LA for BET for a whole week, and that jet lag is not no it's no joke, no nice. joke at all. How, how do you take care of your your body and also too mental you know health? Well, I mean, for me, the gym is is definitely something I cannot go without. Gotcha. Like I can't, I can't get up in the morning. My day, my whole day, be drug, draggy. Mm. Um, I definitely try to stay away from like you know, beef and all that extra stuff. I try to stick to a little bit of chicken and uh, turkey and things like that. Try gotcha. to keep my diet right. Salads here and salads there. Um, but ma my, mainly, man, I just try to get my rest. Mm. Like it's like people, people feel like, people feel like that you know, going to sleep and getting your rest, you're gonna miss something. Nah. Nine times out of ten, if you don't get that sleep, you ain't gonna be prepared for what's to come. You gotta, you gotta be sharp. I'm like literally, I've been put in situations where it's like I had to jump right down. Bop. But guess what though? I got my rest. I ate. I was eating good. I'm in the gym. I'm thinking, thinking clearly. I think th those are those things are, are are very important. And another thing that resets me a lot is spending time with my daughter. Yes. You know, spending time with her, making her laugh, and just just making her feel good. That that resets me by itself. And I think that's very important, man. You gotta spend time with your family and your loved ones, because mm -hmm. we can get caught up. We can get caught up in, with this music stuff, man. And it, it'll, it'll. Next thing you know, years gone by. You'd have missed, you'd have missed your daughter growth. And you know, I'm like, nah. I'm telling my manager, like, yeah, we gotta make sure we separate and carve out some times, at least, you know, three, four months at a time, mm. you know, for us to just kick it with our family because we get busy. We be like, we forget. We forget, oh, it is such and such birthday. So, you know, stuff mm. like that. So you just kind of keep that in mind, you know, spend that time. Now, that's beautiful. I'm glad that you said that. Personally, I struggle with that, but mm. it's important I to, did too. I do too. make I mean, that balance. Yeah. And, and talk about that. Talk about raising a young lady. Oh, man. It's, it's you know, it's beautiful. I mean, because I mean, I thought I was going to be able to yell at her and, like, say, ah, sit down, but I can't <laughs> do right. it. I can't do it. Um, <laughs> it's beautiful. It's, it, it actually just, you know, I'm more patient, more mm. understanding now. Um, I'm more in tune with my emotions and my patience. Like I said, my patience towards her. It's also it's also kind of scary because you know you raising a female in a society where they just banned abortions. Crazy. Um, it's kind of like, damn. How you how do you how do you explain something like that to you know? Because it it most likely will still be here when she gets of age. Hopefully, mm -hmm. hopefully it not. But yeah, that's something she will ask those questions. You know what I mean? Things like that, and not to mention a lot of this, all these things that's happening to these young, these young women, and things like that. Man, you gotta really, um, really be careful. So every day, I, it's it's a, it's a it's a uphill battle for me to worry about when I'm on the road. What's what's going on? Is the nanny looking after my daughter the right way? Is this happening? Is she eating? Is she that? Who y'all got? You know what I mean? It's right. it's a, it's an uphill battle, but um, I just pray. Mm. I pray because you can't really you you have to be aware of those things, but you don't wanna like always overwhelm yourself and bombard yourself with those type of thoughts because those are negative thoughts to say the least and what you, you know what you what you what you put into the world most likely will come to fruition that's facts
And also, too, congratulations on um, getting engaged to your, you know, you, your best you. friend, yeah. your fiance, man. Yeah. How exciting was that? Oh, it was nerve-wracking. I bet. Yeah, it was nerve-wracking. Um, it was a beautiful moment. Mm. I, I, honestly, I didn't. I'm, I'm not a really big planner, right? Okay. I, I'm the type of like, I, look, we'll go to a dinner, bop, whoop, and I just do it, and you just text everybody and say, Gary, he just proposed. Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, I think, yeah, hey, hey, you know what I'm saying? That's the type of guy I am. I However, I don't have However, I don't have a woman that's like that. She's like, no, I need this to be grand. I'm like, okay, cool. Right. How do I do that? You know what I mean? But it was fun though, man, because it, it really put me in a, a different, a different headspace. I had to plan this. I had to be secretive. Mm. I had to, you know, pay for this behind. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, we had to be go to the. Because I actually just, uh, we just opened up her storefront, right? Okay, dope. And I just felt like we needed to put both of those together because we just spent a whole bunch, whole bunch of money on this storefront, and this engagement gonna be a whole bunch of other money. So why don't we just put this together right. and save that money over there? Um, but yeah, we did it. We did a, like a dual celebration, and it was um, her first storefront being open and her becoming um, engaged Beautiful. to me, of course. Beautiful. So it was dope. It was Beautiful. fun. That's what's up. That's what's up. Um, now, I wanted to ask you, you know, wh what would you say to artists that, you know, been putting in work for a long time mm -hmm. and they might feel, you know, discouraged or feel like their time might not ever come? What would you say to them? I would say you, the minute you're giving up, the minute you say I'm about to give up, is that's the minute you're going to blow. It's always those, it's always right before when things are about to turn around for you is when you feel the weakest, you feel the, the, the least amount of support. Um, but that's, that's, the, that's the deciding factor of, look, all right, how much longer are you willing to wait, even though I haven't shown you any, any prom, anything of a promise that you're about to blow. Mm. So I would say that, you know, you keep going. I mean, I was there. It took me 10, it took me 10 years plus to get mm. my first placement. Um, you know, it took me 13, 14 years to get my first hit. Mm. So, um, and that's just one. Yeah. You know, it's just one. I think that, um, and I, I always say, man, just live in the moment, man. You can't listen. The process and the process that you go through trying to get to where you want to be is such a beautiful thing. Thanks. Regardless of how ugly it may seem, the experience is what makes you respect the reward, mm -hmm. right? If you go through all these times and getting told no, and getting told no, 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 and you finally get told a yes, and now you end up at the Grammys with a Grammy Award. That didn't happen by chance. You actually work for that. You know what I'm saying? And it may, the experience makes you respect the reward. Facts. Respect. Um, and I wanted to know, what's, what's the best direct or indirect advice that you receive from Usher? You know, that mm. y'all have a, a long-standing yeah. relationship, so, you know. I would say the, the best advice that I still use is just trust myself. I say this in many, many interviews. His, his whole thing was he said that I, I can tell you don't trust yourself. Mm. I'm like, damn, for real? It's like, no, you don't. Like, you're up here singing, you're timid, you want to hit this note, but, you, mm. but you're falling off of it because you're not, aware, you're not sure if you can hit it. You know the song. You practiced it over and over and over and over. What is there not to trust? And that, I, literally, I literally directly applied that to everything that I do when it comes to my music that I release. I just trust me. What's poppin', guys? It's Jay Jonah here from Blowing Smoke. If you're a fan of fun, insightful, and breakthrough conversations, then be sure to check out and subscribe to The Blowing Smoke Podcast, a show that covers life experiences and firsthand testimonies from some of your biggest names in your favorite industries. And it's all brought to you exclusively right here by The Revolt Podcast Network, anchored in hip-hop, powered by creators. Myself. 
Mm. It's not really about a, oh, let's flip a coin. No, listen, I, I like the record. I trust I trust myself with this record. Put it out. This is the music that I recorded. I'm gonna put my trust in it. And ever since I've been doing that, man, it's been it's been going good. Just trusting in myself and not really having any doubts. You know, because doubts, yeah, you doubt yourself most likely. Yeah, that's that negative energy again. Facts. Yeah. That's hard. That's hard. Mm. Um, now, the name of our platform is called The Progress Support. We talk about growth, getting better. Yeah. You know, you very progressive. So I want to know, how have you progressed lately as a person? Oh, man. From 12 to now, or from 16 hmm. to now? Oh, man, it's tr tremendous. Mm. I mean, I, I be, I'll tell you like this. I definitely ain't made some of the best decisions in my life. Um, but I, th I feel like, you know, as I go through these things and I'm, I'm afforded another opportunity to, like, get back in my lane, I think that, you know, that, that kind of, that's kind of like God, in, in, my, in my opinion, like, yo, like, give me, listen, you got something special. Mm. I'm gonna push you back over here in your lane because you over here in this, you in this head to head traffic and you finna get into an accident. So I'm gonna push you back in your lane. But I feel like things like that, I found myself in some bad situations and I was able to come out on the other side. It just it just made me so much more thankful, made me so much more cautious of who I hang with, the places I hang. Um, the, like I said, the company I keep. I mean, Pete, like people say all the time, you are who you hang with. Facts. Um, I think the, everything that I've been through from losing my mom and, mm. you know, having my daughter and, you know, everything, my grandmother passing and things like that, man, listen, I wouldn't change anything for the world because it made me had to be. It made me become the man I am to this day. I ain't no telling what I. You know, I probably still be doing my thing, but with losing my mom, I had to grow up. I couldn't call her and say, "Mom, I'm short on this bill. Can you help me?" I had to get it myself. It was no other option. You know what I'm saying? So things like that just made me better. I feel like I'm a much better person, and I still have so much more room to grow. No nah, respect. Hell yeah. Um. So so what's coming up immediately next? Oh man. Um, outside of the EP, which I've been uh, I've been promoting that, right after that we dropping a whole album. So it's like you finna be getting, you finna get about, yeah, I don't know, twenty some songs. Flooded. Flooded. You okay. Know, music videos. Um, tour. The tour is in the t in talks right now. Mm. Um, I know a lot of my fans been been uh, been asking about that. Um, it just gotta make sense, y'all. I mean. Of course. Got to make sense. I think you know things are starting to line up and and thing and, and and you know. Line up and become what it's supposed to be. So yeah, we're talking about a tour, tour pro probably by myself or with your favorite artist. You never okay. even know. Um, but definitely an album, an EP coming, a bunch of music videos, and the tour is definitely on the way. Dope, dope, dope. Hell yeah, man. Well, I appreciate you skipping class. Yeah, you Hope know the vibes. Hope this is the first of many. Absolutely. And thank you again for you know coming through the support. Man, thank you for that. having me. Much love. Damn right. The Progress Report. When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludicrous. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holler at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois.